Chapter 2 Only one of the people was different. Ferran lay with the other adolescents in the outer ring of bodies under the blanket. But he was not curled up into a ball. He had lifted the edge of the blanket and was peering out into the night. He could see movement all over the sky. Vague multitudes of shapes like wings swam slowly behind the clouds. On one side the sky was glowing bright, where red tongues of fire stabbed upwards from below. The tips of the tongues were clearly visible above the walls of the dwelling place. There were pale oval globes too, swarms and swarms of them. At first they were high in the sky, but as Ferran watched, they descended lower and lower. They moved with a looping, spiralling motion, in a kind of aerial dance. They seemed to be moving towards the red tongues of fire. He knew what to expect. It wasn't the first time he had watched heaven attacking the earth. Suddenly the globes began to shoot forth flashes of blinding light. On, off, on, off, on, off, on, off. Ferran was momentarily dazzled. By the time he had blinked away the dazzle, the globes were ascending once more. They were like wafting sparks borne up on a draught of air. But one globe wasn't ascending. Instead, it hurtled across the sky, very low down. It seemed to be coming straight towards the dwelling place. Ferran stared. He wriggled forward for a better look. Still the globe came hurtling onwards. It was completely out of control. It bobbled and wobbled, struggling to rise but always losing height. The pale oval shape was rimmed with an ominous red glow. Ferran began to draw back under the blanket again. The thing was getting too close for comfort. Surely it couldn't be going to crash on top of the dwelling place. Larger and larger it loomed. Now he could see some sort of celestial inside, a winged figure in yellow robes, twisting and turning. He could hear a sound like a thin, silvery wail. Aye! He pulled the blanket sharply over his head and buried his nose in the ground. Whoosh! The globe whistled over the top of the dwelling place and hit the ground somewhere nearby. Crump! There was a dull, hollow-sounding explosion. Then nothing. Silence. Ferran breathed a sigh of relief. He lifted the edge of the blanket and peered out once more. There was no smoke or light rising up above the dwelling place walls. He traced the course of the globe's final plunge, trying to work out where it must have come down. Somewhere in the direction of Beaumont Street, he calculated. Probably out on the open plain, in the grass beyond the ruins... He grinned to himself. What an amazing event! A crashed globe from heaven's army! Oh, he wished there was someone he could tell. But the people wouldn't want to hear, and they certainly wouldn't want to investigate. But he could investigate on his own, if he dared. He could slip away early tomorrow morning and search for whatever was left of the globe and its occupant. The thought of something so forbidden and dangerous made his heart beat faster. Up above, the war in the sky continued unabated. The ascending globes had formed up in a line and were streaming off on another trajectory. The strange, booming voices grew louder. The red tongues of fire shifted direction. But Ferran had something else to think about. He was planning what he might do tomorrow morning. 
if he dared.